exactly radio back at it again with your year end of 2019 review. I don't fucking know. What are we calling these shows? Yeah, I don't know. Best of. Best of 2019. Beginning of the end. Beginning of the end? I don't know. That's every day of my life, really. 2020 is going to be a year. 2020 is going to be a year. It certainly was a decade. Certainly was a decade for sure. God. The ending kind of sucked. Mm. But I mean, like, we're gonna get. Okay, let's be hopeful. Let's not like just. a lot of movies. No. <laughs> like There's movies. no hope. There could be some hope. You're getting married. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Get married over here. Hold on, wait a second. Did I have this thing turned up? Get I probably did. I, I, I was sitting a little further away from the mic. You are? The levels. Yeah, the, no, where, where no, are really, you? It's fine. No, the I levels. The levels. The levels are there. The levels are there. Oh my god, we're spending the first minute getting our shit together. Anyway, it's not exactly radio. Hey, it's me, your host, Benny K, and. Tony just Tony. Tony just Tony. And we're joined by our pretty much third co-host, Kevin Gesney. Mm-hmm. Kevin. I mean, he gets a whole episode. <sighs> he gets a whole episode, and he just opened up his PBR. What is that one? That's the that's a PBR this hard coffee? This is the coffee? PBR hard coffee. PBR uh, hard it's coffee. 10.30 in the morning. This isn't uh, the episode where we promised Kevin that he can go as long as he wants, right? <laughs> oh, is this that one? No. Because it ain't happening. No. Fuck. No. <laughs> I, like, I got shit to do today. <laughs> We we're are celebrating gonna, Benny's birthday. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna marathon it. Marathon. We're gonna do the Kevin episode sometime. Eventually, mm. just make him do a flaming lips. I'm gonna just three you know hours. What? I'm gonna make sure I clear my Sunday that day. Okay? I'll, I'll I'll put together. You a, better not do it during a pack. Yeah, Packers no, better no. be off. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll definitely be during a time where absolutely nothing is happening. Then can't wait. It'll, it'll be like. <laughs> The end of April, beginning of May, sometime. I can't just, wait. Nothing's to, going on. I can't go yeah. back. Well, no, yeah. I was just gonna say it'll be good to have an intermission without any commercial breaks, though, because we don't have any sponsorships. God, no <laughs> so we'll just be taking a break. It's it. It'll just be like silent. Like, all right, let's take a break after this five-hour episode drops. I can't wait to edit a five-hour episode, Kevin. I'm gonna hate you so much no, for that. Dory, you'll only go. He'll only go two hours. Two hours. I are. You, I don't. I mean, he'll go five. <laughs> he'll find a way to go five. Anyways, here we are. Year end in year review. I don't know what the fuck. Rear view mirror. 19, 2019. I am. This is great. Anyways, so the, the last three weeks of this year, I know we're taking off Christmas week uh, because it's fucking Christmas. Fuck you if you don't think we get a break too. Um, <laughs> we were just off. For I know. We were just cut? off. <laughs> we do. Uh, we were just off for like two weeks because I just like, I, I don't want to say I like, mailed it in with last week's episode because but it was just like a recording we, just, we did for yeah, a while we ago. didn't have time we didn't have time we had no time for thanksgiving break to actually come up with an episode so we had yeah. just one one in the pocket so we did that um like last week's episode it was a lot of fun doing it too forgot about that for a second um so anyways year in review god damn it 2019 <laughs> the the next the last three episodes of the year are going to be our reviews of the top t- or top five albums top five songs that we heard from 2019 and then just top five songs that we heard in 2019 that are not from 2019 uh-huh. and to starting up starting us off we got our third co-host kevin Running down his list of Give the top the five list. everything. I'm so I'm so excited for this. It's gonna be all, great. All of these episodes. Uh, so to run down my top five albums. Wait, uh, wait, wait. do we want to do we want to do one album at a time, or oh, do you yeah. want to just say the whole list? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do an album at a time. Okay, all right. Uh, at number five, <laughs> released on April nineteenth, <gasps> Lizzo Even dropped "Cause I Love You." Shit, I gotta find the dates for mine now too. <laughs> if you want, I, I figured I'd. That was cool. It's not that hard. <laughs> kind of. You're right. It's on Spotify. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just scrolled out. Oh, no. Uh, Wikipedia. Where are you? <laughs> anyway, hey, sorry. Say number five again, please. Lizzo, Cause I Love You. Uh, I put together a Spotify playlist that'll have all these songs on it. Uh, I'll share that, I'm sure, in both Facebook posts, Twitter posts, and Instagram posts yeah. that they post these on. They'll be in the comments. You can go and find it. Uh, the song I chose for this one was Tempo. Uh, featuring Missy Elliott because how can you not how can that not just be one of your favorite songs best song different skinny girls dude it was great <laughs> I, I, I I listened to it a bunch of times and I was like this fucking slaps it's so goddamn hard and as a thick bitch I need this song to be playing every time I'm walking <laughs> uh, but seriously I have to I have to give Lizzo the nod for best artist of the year for, or yeah yeah best artist of the year uh for me, at least. I know that might not be the case for other people. No, she exploded. It was awesome. She fucking killed it this year. Her two songs that charted are from two years ago and three years ago. Yeah, it might not even be cool. three years ago and four years ago. Uh, 
Truth Hurts got added onto this album as like a bonus track for like the deluxe version of the yeah. album because uh, they realized when that song was blown up it's like hey maybe we should like try and use this to move units a little bit uh, but this entire album just fucking crushes uh, it's the feel good album that we kind of needed to carry us through just this dog shit of a year uh, and just every song on it from boys to juice to the title track because I love you uh, tempo like all of these are songs that you can just bounce with your friends to. It's, it's just such an up energy. It's a good mix of pop and uh, like Bruno Mars style of uh, dance, like mm-hmm. funky shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, what is Bruno? What, 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 what would we call him? Uh, it's like rock, like, pop, and funk. R&B, like, 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 yeah. like but pop, but mostly funk. pop. Uh, funk. It, shit. It, it really depends he's on one what, of those that has like yeah <laughs> yeah that's true um but yeah it, it's that same vein of just it, it, it makes you want to move <laughs> good stuff good stuff so that tempo and she can fucking sing because because i love you song is the one where she shows off the pipes right 100 percent. okay uh just that Opening mm-hmm. cry, and it is so Plus emotional she's, too. On the cover, she's naked, super naked. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that Lizzo, like, kind of brought a new level of confidence for anyone that listens to her music. Yes, it's just like any anyone that was touched by her music is just like it. It, it helped them out in some way or form. Yes, it's, it's really good. And it's a great title for the album because they're all personal songs for her, but because I love you. These are songs for you to turn into your anthems, mm-hmm. to have a great time with, mm-hmm. and feel and love yourself. Goddamn As right. I wrote, I understand Lizzo the person behind the persona has had some trips here and there. Uh, she has some opinions sometimes, <laughs> and she also plays too much, like, sicking her entire fan base on a poor <laughs> delivery driver for not delivering her food. Oh, I, God. But, goddamn, Kanye's still worshipped as a genius, and he's hanging out with Joel Dongstein, <laughs> while also updating his shit album after it was released, like, it was a shitty buggy video game. Did you see that? Yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fix walls. It's just so, like, if Kanye's out here being an idiot still and worshipped, then she can be stupid sometimes. He's naming himself something else, isn't he? Um, he wanted to, like, rename himself Genius Billionaire or something. That's it, yeah. Also... Did you hear about that, Kevin? No, I didn't. Really? I, too, (laughs) have experienced, have seen what bipolar highs do to people, so I'm not counting that. Um... (laughs) But yeah, she's a pop sensation, and Missy Elliott's giving her an endorsement, so that's good enough for me. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> fucking killed it. All right, number four. Number four, released on January 24th, so way back at the beginning of the year. That's mm. how good this album was, in my opinion. The Better Oblivion Community Center released their self-titled album. Uh, for those who don't know, the Better Oblivion Community Center are made up of... Phoebe Bridgers, uh, known for her solo act and then also being part of a California-based kind of indie supergroup, Boy Genius. And then Connor Oberst, uh, who you might know from Bright Eyes, and his Connor Oberst and the Mystic Valley Band. And the Desperacitos? Desperacitos. Jesus. I I, uh, mixed it with Campesinos. Oh, I thought you meant that one song. That was like Desapara- Desa- no, Desaparecidos. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Desaparecidos. There we go. Desaparecidos. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was like Desaparecidos. I thought that was last year's song. Or was it 2017? Either uh, it doesn't. No, that was last year. Okay, either way. Continue with this one. Uh, this is probably my favorite indie record since first time discovering Bony Bears. Uh, forever, forever. Well, that's a really good sign off. I mean, uh, like for Kevin, yeah. It's- Connor's been writing the music, music for like 20 years, so. I'm not that surprised, but now I guess I'm going to have to really check it out because I dig, I mean, I dig everything he does. He's never had a project where I didn't fuck with it at some level. Uh, I like to call these kind of albums uh, in the atmosphere. It really, it's it's not something that you're going to, like, make the forefront of anything, but having this, like, sit in 
the background and be the soundtrack for whatever you need to be. It worked really well back in the winter when it was like snowy and dreamy for some things. It worked really well for car rides in the summer here where it's got that like hazy sickness to it. Mm -hmm. and, or stickiness, not sickness. That's, that'd be a different album altogether. <laughs> uh, we'll probably talk about that one later. Uh, yeah, this it, it's dreamy, it's ethereal, it's it's everything I love in a uh, stripped down, laid back indie album. Speaking of Bon Iver, did you see his interview with Aaron Rodgers? I did. <laughs> Man, that guy has aged quick. Why does he look like somebody's neighbor I, now? <laughs> like he looked forty back when I was in. He Bo looks Claire. Wisconsin, like <laughs> he, he does Wisconsinite as hell. Like, that's a Wisconsin man. 100%. But I saw 100%. that and I was like, what professor is he talking to from, like, sad UWTB <laughs> professor that has, like, two classes? Does it help that his quote-unquote haircut is him balding and just it's, letting just the letting strands of hair just letting it go. fly around? Brian Posehn. That's what yeah, he looks, yeah, so yeah, yeah, looks like. Brian Posehn. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, that interview was really cool. I liked it. I was a little sad they didn't bring up the Bucks at any time, uh, <laughs> seeing as Aaron Rodgers is an owner, owner. and <laughs> Justin's a really big fan of the team. But I do understand why it was more uh, Packers centered. Because I mean, they're sitting in Lambo <laughs> talking to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> did he release a record this year? He did. Uh, it was really good, but. But not Obviously top five. Not, not, not top, top five, five material. Top five oh, well, hold on a second. No one else knows the ne next three. So I guess, spoiler alert, Bon oh, Iver. Bon Iver is... Bon Iver. I always call him Bon Iver. I'm very I, sorry. I didn't yeah. make uh, bon the cut this year. It, it was good for a couple listens, and then I just never went back to it. So uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Well, next song. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Released on June 28th, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib put out Bandana. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this made me want to run through a fucking wall. Yeah, I well, I mean, it does help that <laughs> one of their signature songs is called Giannis. So. I, and, like, I mean, I was I was terrified going in because every single track that's either referenced Giannis has mm -hmm. or has been titled Giannis is at its like best been just okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there have been a whole bunch that it feels like they're trying to like make the song to be Giannis's thing, and like mm -hmm. the key here was just. Make a great song and then use the best line of the decade with real Jews moving silence like Giannis. Like, well, come on! It updated <laughs> it. I forgot what song it was from, but it updated it from a really bad bar of Jews moving silence like Giannis. Like lasagna. <laughs> that's that's not good. Lil Wayne is a volume shooter where he just keeps throwing up shit and sometimes it bricks. Like most of the time. Sometimes an air ball. No. <laughs> He's made a lot of shots. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I cringe at liking green and yellow. That's yeah, that's a, well, again, he comes from that flavor of rap where they have 1,000 songs, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> so some of them are not going to be their best that ever. <laughs> so wait, is, is Lil Wayne actually a... Packers fan? Like, is he from yes. Wisconsin? He's, no, he's, he's from, not from uh, Wisconsin, but he fucks, Orleans, he fucks heavy with the Packers. Okay. Like, yes. he still tweets about it. Okay. So it's, cool. it wasn't, like, a one-year thing. Um, but, yeah, so if you want to get a preview oh, yeah, of sorry. Bandana, uh, it's 45 minutes of this song. Like, when it comes to Freddie Gibbs, that's how hard he raps. Like, it's, basically... Oh, have, so... <laughs> there's, there's no zero. He starts off at 100 and then just... Yeah, keeps it going but like it's oh. and it's so fast like that's the other thing too like I can't how he can just yeah it's it's like watching we always like to compare it to sports but yeah it's like watching like Barry Sanders or something dance around mm. defenders oh yeah cause like how does he just not stop <laughs> he's just so good at it um like I put uh He's just so good at the rapper part of being a rapper. Spits verses and bars at this hyper speed, and even though this track's dedicated to our Greek god, I think of Freddie like James Harden's game. Not the lame flopping parts, but the just <laughs> parts of scoring buckets left and right. All of the features on this album are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, every single one. There's not one that, like, completely overshadows Freddie, but they're all uh, very, very 
uh, complimentary mm -hmm. to everything that he puts on it. And Giannis has my favorite one with Anderson Pack, uh, just straight that, up. That helps. Oh, yeah. it, it's so good. I, I I'm gonna keep saying this, but it's so fucking good. I want to thank you guys also for having me appreciate Anderson Pack <laughs> this year after we did that album. Mm -hmm. um, and that made this album, or this uh, song at least, that, that yeah. looked better. Really no, cool. he's, he, I mean, yeah, he's such a talent himself. Right. I'm hoping we'll just get another record soon. It sounds like he's just going to turn him out. I mean, again, like we discussed on that uh, episode, he's a factory, song factory. So. Yeah, yeah. You said he had like <laughs> a thousand. Say, yeah, <laughs> something insane like that. Uh, for this for this track, I, for Giannis, I just wrote sports in all caps. <laughs> and then I put sports again in all caps. <laughs> Fucking sports, all caps, yeah. And then I pretended to rip off my shirt <laughs> and then yelled sports again. I mean, it is fucking awesome that like one of the guys at the top of his game right now has a flat out track named after a Milwaukee Buck. That is pretty cool. I gotta constantly remind myself how like, especially after last night's win, like, this Kinsham is... Clippers. This 14 is, in a row! This is an amazing time, and this is, like, you have to... Basically, like, if you have any sort of small interest in basketball, pay attention to the Bucks right now, because we've never had it better. It's like we literally... <clears throat> it's like those dream scenarios when, you know... I did have where, dreams like, about, like, where, like, like this 19, 20 year old <laughs> LeBron James. What if he decided to just go to Milwaukee? Like, you know, like, always those daydreams of what if LeBron just said, fuck it, and picked Milwaukee Bucks? <laughs> and instead, we have Giannis, where it's homegrown, even on top of it, and we don't have to dream anymore. So, that's great. Uh, I do love at this point that, like, there was a discussion this year of whether or not who would you rather have an album from? pairing with Mad Lib, mm -hmm. uh, Freddie Gibbs, or MF Doom, and mm -hmm. I think the answer is still MF Doom, just because we haven't seen material mm -hmm. from him in a while, but I think the conversation's a lot closer mm -hmm. than uh, what a lot of people initially, like, gut-reacted to it. Oh, yeah, it's because Gibbs is... He's, I mean, yeah, no, he's, he's my favorite I mean, rapping rapper. Between, <laughs> between this and Bandana, or not Bandana, uh, Pinata, like, yeah. it's just... I can only imagine what the third album is going to bring. And I think they're supposed to be coming out with one next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't wait to check that out. Mm. I'm glad that you guys got me into the <laughs> rap scene. Because I like it. It's been good. It's been awesome. Uh, number two. If you would have asked me three months ago what my favorite album of the year is, this would have been it. Released on March 15th, The Comet is Coming. They dropped Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery. <laughs> uh, yep. How to describe their genre... Jazz fusion is really the easiest way to put it, but like if you want to throw psychedelic, some funk, mm -hmm. some just like trip, like it's it's a whole calling it jazz fusion is the only thing I can use to really uh, solidify its genre. Is it always uh, instrumental? Yes. Okay. The whole album's an yes. instrumental. Okay. Um, well, you know, you would. <laughs> <laughs> And I do enjoy instrumental vibes. We're going to maybe do an episode on Caspian is my favorite one. Oh, yeah, you talk about that, yeah. Uh, they did recently recently release new material, so maybe a new album's coming. Okay. And then we can check that out. But, yeah, I, I do dig um, atmospheric tracks. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Uh, for me, I put um, UK psychedelic rock band The Comet is coming off the album Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery, which all sounds exactly like a band made for Kevin. Yep. <laughs> yep. I like this atmospheric track. It works well while staring at the album art. I wonder if throwing this record on and dropping acid is specifically what you're expected to do. See, I, I actually wrote kind of the same thing. I was like, <laughs> this is definitely a Kevin track. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, uh, I, I was going to mention that one of your most listened, band that listened bands this year was The Flaming Lips, because it's mm -hmm. one of your favorite bands. And this has, like, a Yoshimi decade. Battles... The, it, was decade. Decade. It, was a decade. it was a decade? It's also my decade. Okay. Uh, this has, like, a Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots vibe to it. Um, this kind of reminded me of the first track a little bit. It could have been put in there. Yeah. Uh, it's like an interlude. Went to fool, you want to fool me. Or you uh, would have fooled me. Because <laughs> we didn't bring it up. Uh, the track I picked for the playlist here is... Uh, because the end is really the beginning, and I kind of wish it actually did kind of a circular motif. Uh, a couple years ago, the greatest band name 
in the history of music, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, mm-hmm. uh, they put on an album that you can listen, you can start at any track and then it completes itself as a circle. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, like, it, it can just be played. Uh, so you get how many tracks are on the album? That one has, like, 11 tracks, and you can start so you anywhere. Can, I would say, like, like, you can listen to it 11 different ways. Yes. And that's, that's kind wow. of insane. Uh, but this one here, it's just from a start to finish, and, it, like, it's... My favorite track on it is actually the seventh minute, and I kind of uh, <laughs> you didn't want to put that. I on. didn't want to put that one in the playlist just to like drop uh, this one. So this one being uh, track one off the album, it's it's a nice little taster of what you're expecting to get into. Okay. Uh, real synth heavy if you like synths. Uh, very psychedelic, just from start to finish, uh, lush, uh, just. Just a great, great fucking album. Seems like it has a good vibe to it. Yeah. Like, like, like we both said, this is definitely a huge like, <laughs> album. And I am glad for you to share it with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> now let's get to Numero Uno, album of 2019. More horror movies should come out on Halloween, mm-hmm. or at least in the month of October. <laughs> uh, I might still just be a victim of uh, the time, but. Released on October 18th, <gasps> Clipping released their horrorcore album, Their Existence and Addiction to Blood. <gasps> I didn't know it was horror-based. Horrorcore? The, the entire... They're, so they're experimental hip-hop group, mm-hmm. uh, Clipping are. Well, and killed it. This entire album is very much... Uh, hey, you know how real life is terrifying? Mm-hmm. Let's put that on an album and just... Have that be, like, our theme of horror. Uh, well, it fucking worked. <laughs> <laughs> like, a fucking shock. Like, this song itself, like, I got really into it, and it was just, like, super shocking. Yeah. Uh, the uh, song we went with was uh, Blood of the Fang, which includes the uh, snippet that they sampled, uh, There Existed Addiction to Blood, which mm-hmm. is a sample from a horror film. <gasps> Okay, what is what that? Movie? I was going to say, what is I, that? I don't remember what movie it was. I, I wish I wish I had that uh, information for you. But if you go and watch the music video, that's also, like, super disturbing as they, like, I, I, it's... Kevin's going to cry. <laughs> it's, it's just so fucking good. Uh, they released the sing- their first single from this one, uh, Nothing Is Safe, back in February, and, like, had this album dropped back in February, probably would have been like, okay, this is fine, and would have maybe forgotten about it, but putting it out at the beginning of October, it like, just became my soundtrack for Halloween, and it, it's just, it's so fucking, it, 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 it's sensory invasive. Uh, there are a few tracks on this album that just totally are abrasive, and unnerving and all of the songs that like super hit they like it's all like real world violence that you're just you try to ignore but it it just smashes it right in your fucking face and forces you to confront just the terrifying nature of the world it's you can fucking absolutely (laughs) yeah when i first heard this song and like listening to this guy rap and flow and i absolutely love his flow especially when it got super fast and like Mm -hmm. i could still hear every syllable every i could clearly picture everything that he was saying and he was still able to like project a message he projected a uh, uh, like a 200-page book in a three-minute song or a four-minute song, and it was that, that just like amazing how that can work out. And he was able to make it really scary. On the track goes supersonic at the end. Yeah, like I said, fucking a, mm-hmm. fucking a. So yeah, that was impressive, and uh, sounds like a good preview of the whole thing. So I'm gonna check that out. Right, yeah. What's your top five albums, though? That's my top five albums. Love that stuff. All right, well. Let's move on. So your five more standouts from this. Five year. more standouts. Five more standouts. These aren't necessarily rounding out like a top five songs, but these are just five songs that either I caught that are singles or off of albums that maybe I should have listened to a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, going off with Maggie Rogers, uh, heard it in a past life. The song "Light On." Um, the first time I heard this was actually last year, so. Technically, it's a single from 2018, but the, oh. album, the album came out early this year, so okay. I'm, I'm well, cheating a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm 
fucking watching you, Kevin. But it's nice. It's a, it's a nice from the end. It is a nice. It, it's it's a it's a super contrast for your last uh, with clipping being super mm, super scary. <laughs> this one, it's you know, it's it's sweet. It's emotional. It's loving. It's it's, it's like a it's like fight song where it's like it's a good singing song. It's a nice woman singing a nice song, and it makes me feel good things. Okay, <laughs> we're not we're not attacking you. Well, I was just thinking about, <laughs> uh, just thinking about how fight song uh, <coughs> Hillary started using it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, that's a problem. So nobody pick light on. <laughs> nobody. It's gonna be Buddhist. <laughs> oh no, he's already using. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, High oh, hopes. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, Panic at the Disco. Really? Oh, that song. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough. That sucks. It sucks because the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, actually, this is kind of bop because I heard it on The Masked Singer. <laughs> and I'm like, actually, this is a pretty good song. But that's because a dancing tree was singing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like the next song you had there. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Alabama Shakes. And uh, probably would have ended up on my... Uh, album of the year list had I actually given it a hot second off of Brittany Howard's album Jamie, uh, I Stuck Stay High as a standout track of the year. Uh, mentioned Alabama Shakes, it's it's really weird when artists go solo but still have the pretty much the, sound. the entire yeah. sound of what yeah. their group was. It's like, why did we do the split? Mm-hmm. But having not listened to the album in a while. I don't remember if like there was a whole bunch of it's. It's a lot more soulful. I'll give it that. It's a lot less uh, blues rocky than what the album show Alabama Shakes do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like Brittany Howard is just one of the most unique voices mm-hmm. in rock and roll right now. It's a great time. She's great. Yeah, fantastic. She's it's, still kind of young yet, isn't she? Yeah. Like she's still thick and soulful. Mm. It sounds like honey to me. So I, I guess like I'm still kind of hearing a lot of things. Uh, in this song, at least, that sound exactly like Alabama Shakes. But you said, what's what's the difference again? I'm sorry, you said it. It's a, just a little bit more soulful. Uh, okay. A, a little more stripped down, not as like blues rocky. Okay. More unplugged. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, really puts her vocals at the forefront as opposed to really making you focus on uh, the instrumental looks that they can, the hooks, as the music biz likes to call it. Oh no, the studio's falling apart. Oh no. <laughs> Something fell on it. Don't worry, uh, it's just a piece of. But this, this song in particular, it's like a piece of uh, this. Yeah, like if you would have said this was an Alabama Shakes single, I would have totally believed it. Yeah, that. absolutely. Um, got high hopes. God, all right, stop. <laughs> uh, so then, next song, I guess doesn't really need an introduction. It's the song of the year. Yeah, it was. Uh, Old Town Road. Lil Nas X featuring, uh, what's his face? <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. Why am I Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. I, I love the tweet that he sent out. Yeah, I'm that just thinking of Lil Nas tweets now. <laughs> He's a shit-posting king. Oh, man, it's super good. It's super good. Um... But he also can use the N-word because he's black and we're not, so... It's like, we can't just say go. Can't, can't, just go look him up. Just yeah, go, go look, look at his up. jokes, because they're funny. <laughs> they're hilarious. I do like his photo of him when he was in military fatigue, so he keeps using that. <laughs> what is that? I, see that? I think it was briefly in the... Well, it was on, on that meme. It was on that meme? But, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he was, like, in military school for a little bit, because he's a kid kid in that picture. <laughs> but he uses it a lot. It's hilarious. Old Town Road, though. That's it. I- I'm gonna take my horse. I still think he might be an industry plant. <laughs> really? <laughs> that rise was out of control. Epic. Like, no one's gone from completely unknown to, like, just everywhere. Yeah. Like, that one was too out of control. I know, I, 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 I I'm calling industry it, plant. I could see it. I'm but not also, saying he's fake. I'm saying that is him. But, but also, I'm, like, <laughs> it was because of a meme. Like, and if that's the one thing to, like, really... It may not be yeah, the best song true. of the year, but it's the song of the year because of, like, where it started out from. Like, this was a TikTok meme that kids <laughs> did, and then the song just was like, oh, hey, this is actually just, like, a dope song. We're and it was short, because that's the other thing. Two-minute song. Because that's the thing where either he's a genius or he's an industry plant. 
because he did understand as a, you know, being younger, because uh, he started as a Nicki Minaj <laughs> stan account. Did you know about this background? No, I did not. He was a Nicki Minaj stan account that just basically just posted memes of Nicki and then like went after other non Nicki stan fan bases. But he basically used all those shit posting and all those whatever to bloat your numbers skills to get his music out there. Did not know that. So it's one of those things of, I still think it could be industry plant <laughs> of somebody used those skills and was like, you know what? I think I see something here, you know, and I'm going to, you know. I guess it. if they see the meme happening, yeah, they that kinda works out. probably pushed it forward. I could see it. I would, I would, I really want to buy into it. Except for the part that seven EP like was just seven really great songs, mm-hmm. like, and I didn't see any other songwriting credits on there except for him and whenever he had somebody uh, else feature on it. So Panini was, like, was working on for a while too. That was his mm-hmm. second song, um, but then the stuff like like the interspersing the, yeah. Nirvana though and stuff was not him at all. That was all producer mm-hmm. work. So. Jury's still out. We'll never know. (laughs) So I don't know. The jury will stay out. We'll see if he puts out an album that's worth listening to. Or he just admits. Right? I'm a player. He's like, hey guys, I'm sorry that I have to keep playing. I feel like, okay, hold on a second. I feel like this guy would definitely out himself for being a plant. If he was he, a plant. He does seem like the kind of guy who would I was just like, thinking, I'm like, this. <laughs> By the way, guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, it was me. I did this. It's a plant. I'm a plant. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to turn out it's like Usher or something. Like how he just finds people like the Biebers of the world and just makes <clears> them <throat> the next whatever. But all, it was a great story. Yeah. From nowhere to famous, his coming out, everything was great. Yeah, it was that. all good. That was a good story. Okay, next up. Plant or not. Plant or not. <laughs> uh, off the album Sound and Fury, Sing Along by Sturgill Simpson. Uh, is it too early to call him the next Dave Grohl? <laughs> Whoa. Like, what what I, else has he done? I'm very unfamiliar. This is like, this and, is like and, his and fourth I, album. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he really is still just uh, a country artist. But yeah. like, at this point, Moving in there, the, there's this. four great albums that just go hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And... Now he's moving into that outlaw territory that I would love if we need more of that. <laughs> was he? He was just in Milwaukee, wasn't he? Or is he coming to Milwaukee? I think he was just in. Milwaukee. Okay, I think so. I remember hearing about it because like you, you just showed me him. I uh, listened, Tony just showed me. I listened to it when it came out, and I was like, "Dear God, you need to listen to this." <laughs> and I did, and I was like, "This is fucking good. This is good stuff." Um, completely my shit. And then I remember seeing him in Milwaukee. I was like, oh, "I don't know if I'm really trying to also save money for a wedding, so I didn't go to the show or anything." <laughs> Uh, but this song is pretty badass. Like, it just makes you feel cool. It does make you feel cool. <laughs> makes you feel like something blowing up behind you while you're driving. Well, that's like, also like, the, like album. the art. I, very much. Oh yeah, fuck very it. much. The album. Maybe art. that's where I got that concept <laughs> from. Is that I saw the album art. Like, uh, makes sense. I did like ripping off things. It's fine. Like I said, if it's not in the Roadhouse remake, then. Oh, for sure. Like, one of the songs from this album, but probably just this one should be in the Roadhouse remake. And if it isn't, what the fuck are we doing here? Well, one Ronda Rousey's gonna be the... She's starring in it, right? Yeah, she's She's doing Patrick Swayze. She's being She's gonna be Swayze, so it's gonna be bad anyway. She's bad at acting. Yeah, she's not a good actress at all, so... She's She's not, uh... I've watched her... Now I'm blanking on what her name is. If you're a bad actress... During wrestling, yeah, it's it's not gonna you're not gonna do yourself any favors. Plus, she doesn't have a finger. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. She fucking blew up a finger or something. I forgot what happened. I think she like broke it really hard, and then they just take it off. So now it's gone because she sucks. She doesn't suck. She's probably an okay person. She just sucks at mm-hmm. acting. Or maybe she's not an okay person. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Back to transform too. Uh, oh no. Okay, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Uh, I, I do the comparison to Dave Grohl because it's like there isn't a uh, hard rocker, uh, just anyone doing guitar music who's just like, him. Yeah, <laughs> where where you have uh, a, a just doesn't matter when you go into the discography; it's always just a solid body of work. Uh, 
you're never gonna be disappointed when they put out new music. It's something that you're always looking forward to. Like the only other person I think of uh, is another country artist, and uh, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. I was gonna think that. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Uh, but outside of those two, like, Ed, and Sturgill, I think has better opportunity for some crossover appeal just because he has a significantly more bluesier mm-hmm. well that's the thing Chris Stapleton kind of does too like he's on the hog when I'm working every once in a while he he reminds me more of uh, a southern rock like Almond Brothers band uh, where Sturgill I would more compare to like just the way that rock and roll is co-opted Johnny Cash Okay, all right. Uh, the point is, I want to point out that these guys, Chris Stapleton and uh, Sturgill Simpson, are actually writing country music, not uh, this Florida Georgia Line bullshit that's yeah, happening. Yeah, it's, it's very much the... Uh, <laughs> is the fan dead? No. no the okay, fan, the fan's the fan good? got a little bit of a... Uh, okay. Got stuck. Oh, it got stuck! Damn blanket. <laughs> I was wondering, like, it's getting warm in here, man. Why'd you turn it off? <laughs> I thought the power went out. I know, I was like, <laughs> just, just for the fan, though, the computer's fine. <laughs> But yeah, Sturgill Simpson, uh, Chris Stapleton, I think they're like the only like country musicians, besides a lot of uh, female country musicians that actually write country music. Like the high women? Yes. Yeah, they're really good. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is the high women, is, or the highway woman. Is that it's the, the high, high women. women. The high women? Okay. I but think it's really supposed to be playing off, off the high women. women. Okay, yeah. yes. Either way, <laughs> that was, they're, they're really awesome too. I like those. I, like, I love those ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last song that you have there. Uh, Kesha has a new album coming out next year. Yeah. January 10th. Now, wait a second. That uh, means you can't is, put this li- this, this song is, on this your is, goddamn 2020 end of the year list, This is fucking prick. This is the lead single, and it came out like yeah, a month a ago. A ago, because now she has another one out. Yep. Uh, fucking watching Raising Kevin. Hell. I'm remembering this song <laughs> next year, Kevin. <laughs> uh, featuring Big Frida. Uh and it's everything you want in a faux gospel uh, pop song about burning this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> this kind of took me back to her TikTok days. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on her new album, she actually has a song featuring Kesha, but it's with the dollar sign, so I'm wondering uh, if there's going to be like a wondering. double personality going okay. on with that song. I was curious, because I, I have a little fun fact, but uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, What's the, what's the fun fact? Well, the fun fact was uh, Kesha almost played in Waukesha. All she wanted was the the mayor of Waukesha to name Waukesha Waukesha <laughs> for one day. But the go- the mayor said, "No, we're not doing that." So Aww. she never played because the governor or the mayor's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he is. Because I mean, like, like there could have been so much like mm-hmm. you would brought Kesha <laughs> to wa- Waukesha. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nah, that would have been a lot of idea. good things for Waukesha if Kesha was there. You'd have people there to <laughs> buy things, like little, you know, how economy and stuff works. It, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but then the mayor's just like, nah, nah, nah we're not going to name Waukesha for one day. Cause I'm we're already trying moron. to get people to stop calling it Waukesha. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Don't invite it. It was just one day. She would have played it the It would have been one day. It would have been great. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, it, it feels like this is going to be a little bit more of a slide back away from uh, where Rainbow was being like a com- kind of complete departure from her TikTok days. This one feels like it's going to be more of a mix of the, between the mm-hmm. two albums. And the song is just like the perfect uh, sample size. Like it's it's got the bounce, it's got the hooks. Uh, it's still her telling the world to go fuck itself, but also like mm-hmm. we're here to party, and <laughs> I I, lo- I love where she's at in her life. Kesha, you rule. I love you. Uh, yeah, the new single points to that too because there's just the bridge goes. You're the party girl. You're the tragedy. So like when she first came up, it's the brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack girl. Then she falls off. You find out why, the horrible things her manager was doing, and all that stuff. Right, yeah. And then all that court stuff came into... So then that's why Rainbow was so powerful, because it was her response to all that and showed what an artist she actually was. And then uh, now, you know, now it sounds like she gets to control both of those aspects of her uh, work, which is awesome. So that's what I'm excited for, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Good list from 2019. So yeah, those, are, those are five songs that I've 100% fucked with this year. But once again, I'm watching you. You fucking name this song <laughs> next year. The album might be there. I haven't li- yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the album. I fucking it might hate you, there. Kevin. Great that was kidding, awesome. You. You're great. I love your song. Anyways. All right, now let's, let's list off five songs that you heard in 2019 that are not from 2019. <laughs> Kicking off with uh, Sincere Engineer. Yeah, I, was uh, say, I noticed that a lot of songs on this list are from Riot Fest. Yes. Yes. Uh, and this one I was actually kind of scared for. I was, because the band's pretty new, so I didn't know if they were going to be, like, did they just drop this album in 2019? I got saved a little bit by it being like towards the end of 2018 that they <laughs> you ended up motherfucker. releasing <laughs> Finding loopholes and uh, shit. But yeah, uh, they opened for Against Me for their uh, after show on Oh, that's uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then they played at the same time as Against Me at Ryan Fest. Oh, so that's why we missed them. that one. Okay, I was wondering, I'm like, why didn't I see uh, them? But this entire album is just great punk. It's mm-hmm. it's and it's. it's uh, speaks to me 100%. They're from Chicago, so like oh, they are from it's, Chicago. it's a cool. it's a Midwest vibe of being on the Great Lake. The song specifically calls out Lake Michigan, uh, and this is my favorite song from them. And uh, it's mostly her, the front woman. It's like all her, <laughs> but she's awesome, and uh, you can see why she was quickly discovered because it's she's writing music like it's still jawbreakers heyday like that's mm. what it basically is it's just like that perfect type of melodic jawbreaker style of pop pop punk or melodic punk yeah. whatever you want to call it and uh speaking of like sincere engineer like maybe it's because i follow them on instagram but like i've seen them kind of blow up a little bit mm-hmm. as far as like uh like a lot of these uh um, uh, 2019 rap things for spotify i've seen mm. i've seen their name pop up a couple times on people's uh playlist that's been pretty cool. It's it's a whole bunch of just great, fun, tasty hooks that, and it's over in a half hour. Like uh, Tony's can, favorite. You can't you can't, <laughs> you can't you can't really go wrong with uh, sitting down with this album. Um, the next song, Rebel Girl. Uh, I remember when we saw Bikini Kill at Riot Fest, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, this is great. Like I didn't really like I, I messed with them a little bit, but then I didn't really know too much about them until I saw their live show, and I was like, this is badass. Bikini Kill, it turns out, was my new artist of the decade of my Spotify Rewind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They do, I guess, look at people you never listened to before, and this is the new person that you've listened to a lot. Spent six hours with them nice. uh, over the course of the year. Would you guess? I don't know. I didn't see that. I got the baby. The baby. <laughs> Where, but that's actually a thing. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. But continue talking. It's, uh, it's in one stage of it. It's basically, uh, this is the artist you discovered this year and you spent this much amount of time with them. You've listened to this many albums of theirs. And, uh, it basically takes what you haven't listened to previously at all. Yeah. Like, the, the year you won't, you know. So even if you've checked out a couple tracks or liked a couple tracks previously, I think that hmm. disqualifies it. It's like, this is the year where you finally, like, sat down and did it. Anyways. Uh... For Bikini Kill, like, knew that they're legends in the Riot Girl scene. Uh, only heard Rebel Girl as, like, the song that, mm-hmm. like, I could pinpoint. It's like, yeah, that's Bikini Kill. Uh, and then that's the song that... <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. That's the song I picked here for uh, the playlist. Uh, they fucking go hard on the albums. Uh, they just keep going. And they, they just keep going. And it's, Hell yeah. Uh, I was a little disappointed just because maybe it was because we were too far away from the stage, but we were catching a lot of the echo that happens at Riot Fest sometimes if uh, you're not in the right spot. But uh, the set list that I put into as a playlist, uh, it's all it's it's an hour and a half of just straight fucking excellent music. And if you haven't listened to Bikini Kill before and you're kind of itching for a uh, female-fronted, just women power group, like, you can't do worse than this. Probably can't do better. This might just be (laughs) the best version of... Unless you're a huge L7 fan. I'll give you that. 
Also, Slater can't even release a new album. This year. <laughs> I don't think Nicki Minaj put out a new album yet. No. Also, I didn't get that thing. I didn't get that thing. Oh. You didn't discover anybody. Oh, look at you. What? Being sad. But I did discover people. <laughs> it might be after this. It's not gender oh, fluid. Oh, hang on. Genre fluid. I like. Yeah, I got oh, sorry, genre. Flu- I got genre, genre fluid. fluid, and it was like you listen to pop punk, punk, hardcore <laughs> punk. It's like. <laughs> Hip hop is like no. Just because I have one thing being hip hop doesn't mean I'm genre <laughs> yeah, fluid. Yeah, yeah. What the right, fuck? Right. I get mad when this I got mad wrong. at it too. Put on the playlist. Talking about podcast. You discovered nobody. nobody. <laughs> I did though. <laughs> He's so sad. Idols. <laughs> I wanted Idols to be my discovered one. Yeah. You might have listened oh, to wait, you know what? No, 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 it was Brockhampton. Okay. It was Brockhampton. <laughs> I remember reading that one. It was Brockhampton because we, cause I remember it's like, you fucked with these guys for a while. I'm like, all right, you're right. You're really right. What was I going to say? Uh, talking about Rebel Girl? Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I was kind of tuned out for like a second. <laughs> oh, how many, how much many minutes did you go up thanks to a whole year doing this show? Uh, I went up <laughs> by fifteen thousand minutes. Yeah, holy shit! I'm up to like four. I was like forty thousand this year. Last yeah. year was like wow. tw- last year was like twenty. Yeah, no, I was I, was, I like doubled mine up almost too. I was like, oh, music podcast, making me listen to music. Yeah, I know. I saw that. It also helps that I got a desk job now and I just listen to Spotify mm-hmm. all the time too. Um, yeah, that always helps. But yes, this fucking helped me a lot too. <laughs> so that it, that amused me because it 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 show you know it shows your years yeah. and then just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I remember, okay, in 2016 when I first got this, I was up to, like, 12,000. And then 2017, I was at 40,000. And then in 2018, I was at 19. And now this year, I'm at 36. Bartending. Yeah. Bartending. Yeah. Bartending. Oh, I, okay, a red dot, I would connect my phone all the time. All right, I there got you go. Got it. <laughs> Solved. Makes sense. Solved. Makes sense. All right, next song. Mid-20s. Mid-20s. Skateboarder. <laughs> so, don't get hurt. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't remember if I brought up Pew 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 when we were doing our right Yes, you did. I did. You, you guys uh, raved about them because they were really cool. in line with But yeah, I, and this I missed one the is, oh. this is the, uh, my favorite track from them. Uh, I, I know it says mid-twenties, but, uh, early thirties has a lot of, uh, similarities when you're talking about doing activities and feeling the pain on your body. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's such a, well, I made sure to try and do a Simpsons reference right here with this <laughs> group singing the hook. Well, that's a great way for a paddling. <laughs> but that's no. That's a great way but, for a paddling. That's a paddling. But, well, that's a paddling. But group singing, that's just a great way to give me to give a shit. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, like, again, like I've said it before. You'll choke me out for it, but Mask Intruders too bubblegum for me, except for Stick 'Em Up. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always good. I got a knife, motherfucker. Stick 'Em Up. I love that shit. This is crowd participation. You say Stick 'Em Up, Stick 'Em Up, Stick 'Em Up. You put your hands on your in the air and throw your wallets on the stage. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's great. That was so good. I like that. <laughs> bubblegum pop. Cheap guitar is good. Anyways, we'll talk about <laughs> come on, okay. come on. Fuck Give you, me okay. the album to change my mind. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do. That's a new episode type we can do called Change My Mind. Change, change my, my mind. mind. That's not a bad idea. Going into 2020, more <laughs> ideas. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> hell yeah, change my mind. Um, that's but not yeah, a bad idea. No, that was fun as hell. Um, yeah, no. all of their music is <laughs> just super fun. It, right. If I had to compare this to a band that I found. Uh, Last year it would be Mom Jeans. Uh, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Just fun pop punk. It's it's just fun. There's two different jeans-based bands because Piss Jeans is good <laughs> oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> I always get them mixed up. <laughs> oh man, that makes sense. There's two jeans groups. All right, for the uh, the next song that Kevin discovered here, I uh, all I put was it's a second instrumental song, and I'm like, that's a classic Kevin. Movie. <laughs> This is the dad one, though. This oh. is what dad's getting high to in the garage and fanning the Funny smoke as soon that. as they walk in. <laughs> oh, well, you should say that because when I showed my dad uh, the Comes the Comet uh, All of a sudden, track, the pink Floyd shirt just falls uh, from the ceiling. Your dad the starts the, wearing it. The Comet is coming. Uh, dad was listening to that one. I was like, you know what? records you have of mine that you should check out and he dropped Mahavishnu Orchestra and 
uh, had two albums. They had he had uh, Birds of Fire, and I'm blanking on what the uh, second album that he showed me uh, that I should that I gave a listen to this year. But yeah, it's it's more psychedelic uh, jazz fusion. Uh, if you check out the Comet is coming, definitely check out uh, Vision Orchestra. That's, that's, that's really all I have to say about it. Like it's yeah. Uh, if you want to get stereotypical with it, it's 100% bong rip and then just trip out to I'm some... just saying, like, I really feel like if you put this song on, like, I don't want to say a boomer's playlist, but, like, <laughs> but, like, you put this song on, put the song, like, they're listening to Pink Floyd, all of a sudden you throw the song in it, and then you put on some Doors, and then mm. maybe some uh, George Harrison. Yep. A dad daycare. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Is this on the playlist <laughs> for, for dad daycare? For dad daycare. <laughs> so you sit back and it's like, they wow, just, yeah, it's just a bunch of lazy boys and a couple TVs and song <laughs> music like this playing. Dad daycare. God damn. <laughs> and then uh, the last song that we have here from you. Uh, so I saw a movie this year. <laughs> just called, one, though. Just one movie from Kevin. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's called The Lighthouse. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, the song on it? It's not on it, but <laughs> after watching it, I got into a real deep dive with some uh, sea shanties and <laughs> some just pub folk songs and Stan Rogers. If you've never heard this man sing, it's it's English gold from his throat. Uh, and Northwest Passage is just it became one of my favorite tracks here for the end of the year. I've been listening to it basically nonstop. It's well, okay. I I think I told you this before the show went on, but I was like, I remember listening to this song, I'm like, fucking Kevin, he fucking would, and then I listened the shit out of this song. I was like, I'm like, I really do want to take the Northwest Passage, and I told you before the show as well, I am not a fan of boats nor being on water, and I was still just like, I want to fucking do whatever these guys are doing right now. Uh, yeah, uh, so I agree. Uh, I want to learn to sing it together because that'd be cool. That'd be I was like, we got three of us, we need a fourth Just person. Just a drinking song. Yeah. Alright, I liked it though. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, Northwest Passage. Northwest Passage. My god. When it gets to that chorus too and everyone comes in, I'm like, mm-hmm. this fucking kills it for me. It's fucking amazing. Alright, well, that was the list. That was the 2019 that's, that's list the for list. Kevin. Mr. Kevin Gesme, third host of our show. Yeah. Yes, thank you Kevin for bringing us this list. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We're glad to have you on pretty much almost all the time. But, <laughs> um, when you do come on, it's always a joy, so thank you so much for being on yes. the show with us. Uh, we do have a lot of hyper-specific questions for you. Seven. Do are the you, drop! Are you doing the drop? Are we doing the drop? Hyper-specific. And it's been dropped. Okay, cool. So let's do hyper-specific. Here we go, Kevin. First question. Tony. Give us some artists you're hoping to see new material from in the next year. We already know one. I was gonna say, <laughs> is this people I do know that are putting out new Either material? Either or. Uh, we, well, we know Kesha. Uh, we know we're going to get Run the Jewels 4 next year. Yes. And if there's one artist I'm always mm-hmm. happy to see new material from, uh, yeah, it's, all th- it's... All three albums are undefeated. Kill Mike and LP, like, they, they just... They just do it. They do it. They do all the damn are, thing. All three are different, too. That's a great thing. So I'm excited to see if they mix up the formula again for f- number four. Uh, hope to see something from Kendrick Lamar next year. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Uh, we brought up Sturgill Simpson. I don't know if he put on anything. I wonder how much was Black... Or not Sturgill Simpson, uh, Chris Stapleton. Okay. I wonder um, how much uh, Black Panther pushed back Kendrick Lamar. I was thinking that, too, because I was like, damn came out, like, what, three years ago? Four mm. years ago now at this point? Yeah. Three years Something ago, like that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Black Panther probably did uh, push it back a little bit. I'd like to ask him. Yes, but I'm responding to my text though. Oh. Um, <laughs> so anything? Is that what you can think of? Uh, is, that, is that the noodle? Yeah, that radio uh, silence is not good, guys. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> trying to vamp here a little bit. Uh, if I could have just... Oh, you know who I'd love to see things? There are two huge reunions happening next year. Rage Against the Machine and My Chemical Romance are getting oh, yeah. together for tours. I don't need full albums from them, but if give they us could a both like, songs. release a single. That'd be like, cool. Give me a single. Yeah, I've been I'm, telling System of a Down, do that for years, okay? Go fuck <laughs> yourself. 
I mean, one song. Morello just, did a whole album. I heard it sucked, yeah, but yeah. he did a whole album. There was two good tracks on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. I heard it was a yeah, big mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the one with Killer Mike on I, it. I look forward to uh, Rage Against the Machine playing a surprise show at the DNC convention here in, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh Ooh, that'd be fucking sick. I'm already anticipating. I really hope they don't do that. Oh, they're going to do that because... That would be I'm, gross. I'm, I mean, my, only my, if like, Bernie called, Sanders is going to win it, okay? Yeah. My, my called shot is that we're actually going to have a contestant convention. Uh, we're not going to have a definitive nomination for the DNC. It's going to be like 68 in Chicago, and we're going to burn this motherfucker to the ground. I'm telling you, there's going to be riots in the streets coming. Uh, I need Pfizer. Milwaukee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I want to see the Bucks play once. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay. <laughs> so also, before we leave the Rage Against the Machine talk, apparently they're, apparently, I'm not sure how true this is, but their tour was leaked, and apparently they're playing Riot Fest. Playing Riot Fest. They are playing. Oh, yes. Is it actually a thing? Uh, it hasn't been confirmed by Riot Fest. Well, obviously. But it's not been denied either. Also, did you get your ticket? Yes. Okay, good. Me too. I got mine for the Oh, that's right. We talked, we talked about it. So, yeah, same. It's good. Anyways, Rage Against the Machine. It's going to be cool. All right. What were you going to say? Uh-huh. Artist of 2019. Artist of 2019. Uh has to be Lil Nas X. Uh fucking milks the shit out of that song. It's great though. Plant. (laughs) Um like I I can't think of anyone who embodies the year more. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean that was the story. Okay, go ahead, Tony. What's yours? How many titles are Wisconsin face sports teams winning next year? All three. three. I was just thinking, I'm like, this is actually a good chance that they can all do it. Just, just, this just, is, this just, just call that shot. This is the year we're taking the obnoxious uh, fan base away from Boston. Suck it, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, it was like, between, like, Packers fans have already, like, established themselves as being in the upper echelon of, like, doing some annoying shit. <laughs> oh, absolutely, uh, yes. Upper echelon of douche, yes. But, uh... uh <laughs> Both the Bucks and Brewers Twitter. Uh, all we need is just one title to like send them over the edge of being like, "What you gonna do now? <laughs> Suck on both these nuts!" <laughs> It'll be good. Oh, I can't wait. Um, I'd say Brewers are in third place out of those three outlook wise right now. I am yeah. really fucking worried. We're turning into the Rays oh. of, "Wow, you're worth money now. Bye." And like, that's. I hate the, the soulless way to run an organization, in my opinion. Guys are just in and out, in and out, in and out. Nobody's comfortable, except for the top guys. And even when they get too expensive, they're out, too. Mm. So I'm worried about that, especially, like, I liked Stearns. Stearns has done a hell of a job. But at the same time, he is a Harvard kid. He is a kid. So from that generation of gutless, every penny saved is a victory. Yeah. So I'm worried. We got two more years of Yelich, right? Uh, yes, he can. Well, he can opt out after 2022. Oh, extend him. Oh. Extend him. So I am worried. We will see a lot of off season still to go. Yep. I'm just worried we're the Rays. All right, so let's get back to happier times. <laughs> stuff. We're thinking all three teams are going to win the championship. How much acid will you drop during the instrumentals on your list? Be honest and show your work. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Will I drop during the instrumentals on my list? Um, Be honest, show you where. Well, I've only ever done two tabs at a time. Mm-hmm. Or my lawyer said, okay, my lawyer said <laughs> all of this. Allegedly. Redacted. Redacted. Allegedly. Redacted. Allegedly. Uh, redact it. <laughs> fucking redact it. So that would. I don't know. That would. I would have to line up quite a few more. Uh, albums and songs if like two albums alone isn't going to get me through uh a trip allegedly some say acid trips last for about six to eight hours so uh just two albums worth getting you through about an hour and a half two hours like still a lot of time left that you got to do and and i've been and i've been told that it takes about an hour once you drop it from the first fruit to actually kick in. Okay. Not right. that I would know. Yeah, I was like, Kevin doesn't know any of that stuff. I just, uh, I remember, <laughs> our, my favorite acid meme 
is like it's at a, like a Muslim call to prayer or something, and it's a dude with two tabs on his tongue, and he's just like, y'all trying to pray to God. I'm about to see God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Tony, or you want me to do? I'll do one more before we get to your last one. There. Uh, what is the worst track of 2019? Uh, that would be "Someone You Loved" by Louis Capaldi. Now I'm sure there's probably some like don't even know the song racist white <laughs> rapper who's oh black people have it easier than us because that song always comes out every single year and it's always just the fucking worst. These people. It's, it's, uh, I don't. It would 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 have been that Logic Hobson track that I think came out this year. I don't remember if that was this year. Logic or last and Eminem did a track, that, so that's all you need uh, to know. Uh, Tony fucking hates <laughs> so much. But these are all songs that you like probably might not have heard. The someone you loved by Louis Capaldi is like in the top five on the Billboard right now. We're listening to the top forty radio station at work right now, and I hear this thing five fucking times a day, <laughs> and it's. It's so fucking bad. Uh, okay, you, to go back to who I'm oh, looking shit. forward I to new to music do this, again. Guys, sorry. I I need Adele to release something because yeah, yeah. having sad white boys do just a worse <laughs> version music, yeah. of it is I'm oh, I'm over it. It's it's bad. It sucks. <laughs> it's he's not good at singing either. It's not even like oh, and it's I've, I could recommend anything. It's go check out. Uh, YouTube channel Todd in the Shadows. He does a great review of the song and articulates it much better. <laughs> uh, just everything wrong with it. And less now. angry, less angry than Kevin. Oh no, no s- as much as angry. Oh, okay. if not angrier. Like okay. he, right. him and I are vibing on just how <laughs> just how bad this fucking song I am, is. I'm, I'm glad I avoided it so far. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know which song you're talking about. I, know. I know the best song I don't listen to. The, from this year, what is it? White, let the white kids say bleep. I oh yeah, that song. <laughs> that song slaps. Oh but I'm like, God. I do not agree with this song, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I remember you sending me that like the beginning of the year. Such a good video too. Dear God. <laughs> but I'm like, I do not support this message. <laughs> All right, Tony, say your last question now. Uh, oh, name the month your favorite album of 2020 will release in. We got to try to ma- remember this for a full year. It's recorded. But let's try and just like me. I'm gonna call that "Run the Jewels" drops "Run the Jewels" four in March. Okay, we're calling March. Uh, I'm, calling calling, March. I'm calling March. Will be when because I maybe I'm a little too over eager for RTJ four, but like the last two times that because I didn't pick up RTJ until uh, they released two. That was the first yeah. time I listened to them. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I, I Right but before that, was, that for me too. That yeah. was my album of the year. Then Run the Jewels three was, and that was like on Christmas. So that was like mm-hmm. uh, just in underneath the wire. So like that still ended up being my favorite album of the year. Then uh, like I, it's really hard for me to pick against Run the Jewels as just probably going to be my favorite album of the year. All right, cool. Last buckets Hi- hyper specific question. What should mine and Amber's first dance song be? Please help us. Uh, <laughs> man, you don't have one? You don't we have really, a song you both share and hold hands to? And Well, it's like, no, but we also listen to um, uh, Royals by Lordy, and we're like, that's not going to be our Lordy? first song. Lordy? Lord? Wait, Lord? Lordy? 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 I say Lordy. I'm Lordy sorry. is the band that you oh, love. That's terrible. <laughs> fucking hate that band. <laughs> Cheddar was listening and fucking cream his pants. Ah. <sighs> This is, we're probably not going to use your suggestion, but please let us know if you have one. Uh, or it might be very useful. <laughs> I mean, you could go with, like, one of the classics. That's no. Just like, Boring. Uh, they went to Vampire Weekend together. Give them a Vampire Weekend track. Well, I guess that could work. Vampire, well, see, Vampire Weekend doesn't do... They don't really do, like, romantic stuff. Yeah. God uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I know nothing about the... that band, even <laughs> though they're, like, one of the biggest bands. I'm just, and I love Father of the Bride, but... I keep uh, just throwing yeah, out. Yeah, you know that that actually, it, oh, wow. it's a it's a little bit of a mixed message, but uh, well, not, not no. a not a bad uh, first dance song. For which one, Father of the Bride? Father of the Bride, yeah, the title track off of that. Wouldn't be. I have to listen to that one again. Uh, My next suggestion, I guess, a, would just be figure out 
the best singers in like your favorite? I like, really like the common ones. Yeah, like who are the best singers in your opinion? And I really like the uh, Lumineers cover of uh, "This Must Be the Place." Oh, uh, that's, that's a nice idea. little love song, and it's and I do stripped love, down. And I do like that song. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was our first week of the 2019 year in review with not exactly radio. Thank you, Kevin, for giving us your list. Uh, we appreciate it. Next week, we'll be doing my list, so we can end the year on Tony's list. Mm-hmm. Is that is that's what we're doing? We're yes. Doing cool. Sounds cool good. All right. So, from all of us here at Not Exactly Radio, it's me, your host, Benny K, and Tony, just Tony, and oh, <laughs> it's a burp. I've been holding that in the entire time. And I didn't think you were actually going to cut to me. <laughs> the one time. Anyways, Kevin. And it's Kevin. <laughs> It's Kevin. I love that shit. Oh, God. Thank you so much, Kevin. Oh, I love you, buddy. High five right here. All right, there you go. Have high fives all around? All right, we're going to do high fives all around. All right, thank you so much for listening. Not exactly radio. We'll see you here again next week. Bye-bye.